couple of verses this morning. Uh, uh, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us or ourselves. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Familiar scriptures to you. Is there another one? Yep. Most assuredly, I say to you, point to somebody and then he's talking to you. <laughs> Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain or fruit. All right, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the word, the reading of the word. In Jesus' name, amen. Today I want to talk to us about the scent of sacrifice. The scent of sacrifice that... We would have an alabaster heart that would release that alabaster treasure. There's the story of two women, two treasures and an alabaster box in the scripture. One that folds, unfolds at a dinner party. It's an atmosphere of excitement, curiosity, and conflict. Yeah, think about it. There was a dramatic setting, a controversial sacrifice that takes place. The Lord Jesus is seated, at that, is seated at that table. And into that room walks a woman with an alabaster box. The whole city knew her as, and only as, a sinful woman. Without a word, she kneels at Jesus' feet and breaks open her box and pours out a very costly perfume on his feet. There's another woman, another setting. The first one took place at the house of a Pharisee. The second one takes place at the house of Simon the leper. Many presumed that he is one of the lepers that Jesus cleansed, and so he invited Jesus to celebrate and be grateful for it. The other woman at this setting is the sister of Martha and Lazarus. You see, Lazarus is quite a celebrity at this time because he's been raised from the dead. And people want to see him. And so as he sits at this house, you know what I mean, there is a gathering. I mean, 
wouldn't you? Ah, yeah. I mean, we would have so many questions for, for Lazarus about, you know, what's it like to be dead? <laughs> I mean, I'd like to know that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Whoa. And then what happened? What took place when, you know what I mean, all of a sudden death gave way and natural physical life came back. Yeah, yes. One woman has no name but is just simply called a sinner. And so you get the picture that she is, her life was a life of sinfulness, a lifestyle of many loves, many lovers. And of course, the other one is Mary. Mary illustrates the sanctified life. She is the one that has been saved and comes to show her thanks and her appreciation and she anoints Jesus for his burial. The anointing going forward. So one illustrates the sanctified life. The other one illustrates or represents all of our lives before Jesus Christ. It's a quite a crowd that's there. And the reason we mention this is because it shows us humanity. There was curious onlookers there. You discover that there were skeptical Pharisees. There was even some fair-weather friends. There were bitter enemies sitting there. There was these fickle disciples. Yeah. And then, of course, there was the reasoning Sadducees. There were different attitudes. And we're drawing this from both of the different meals. There was an attitude of indignation. What a waste. There was an attitude of a disdain. Sinners. There was an attitude of greed. There was betrayal at the table. There was doubt sitting at the table. How could he forgive sins? And then there was preaching at the table. The stories, you know, present to us the presence and the present. How one's presence is necessary 
for the present. Two stories. Speaking of repentance, forgiveness, and dedication. One in the act of this was symbolic of her future. That it was going to be new. It was going to be changed. She was pouring out her past and surrendering her future. She gave her, in this, in this, this alabaster box, both of them are giving up their security. Giving up their security. This is a, a life savings. This is a, a dowry, so to speak, before marriage. The value of the treasure in modern terms is between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars. The value of the perfume. Yes, there was a value on the box. But what was in the box was way more valuable than the box itself. The breaking of the box for that sinner represented that she was breaking past patterns in her life. Jesus' response to it, you know, goes ahead and shows that he takes notice that he values our efforts to honor him. She is declaring a new identity and embodies a new acceptance. Hear that? A new acceptance. And also an expression of gratitude. This sinner, she walks in and takes this treasure and she sacrifices it. But she not only sacrifices it, she loses her hair. Now, to us, it's not a big thing. But to them, hair was their glory. It was their covering. It had great implications, you know, personally and culturally. And for her to do that was a great act of deep humility and in reverence. She drops it and she she begins to wipe his feet. She poured it on his feet. And she wiped that which was of glory and significance. 
she used the most glorious part of her body to go ahead and wipe the feet of the most lowest or ignorable part of the body. It's the giving of her earthly treasure. I mean, she's really becoming radical. She's becoming radical for Christ. She's willing to sacrifice her treasure for him. She was lavishing on Jesus what others thought was a waste. Sometimes people are looking for power and position and benefits when they come to Jesus. She was looking to honor him. She was looking to show her, you know, most extreme and deep worth of the Savior. Each one of us are an alabaster box. In that alabaster box is a treasure. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. The only way to get the treasure out of the box is to what? Break it. Break it. And that comes to the comes to the, the crossroads of how much do you value the box versus the treasure? How much do you value, you know what I mean, your outer man versus your inner man? Paul says it's the outer man that's always preventing the smell of the treasure, the fragrance. Of the pure, and he used the word pure for a very good reason. It wasn't just, it wasn't just perfume. It was pure, undefiled. You know, there was no contamination. But it was locked up in the box. It was imprisoned in the box. Nothing wrong with the treasure. But you got to be willing to break the alabaster box. Hallelujah. Yes. 
See, what is most precious is also most fragile. Christ in you, the hope of glory. In this story, Jesus says that that how much you love the Lord will have a great deal to do with how well you break your box. He's the one that said to the householder, as he complained, he said, you know what? He said, I came to your house, and you didn't wash my feet? You didn't greet me? You didn't open your hands and arms, as a, you know what I mean, that you were so glad to see me? I didn't write this. You didn't give me any kisses, which, was, which is an expression of affection, and Lynn Hansen just loves that part of Scripture. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Make sure everybody does that this after service with, with Lynn because, you know, we'll just forego uh, social distancing just for this, this one moment here. You didn't do anything to refresh me. There we come to praise. He said, but, but she, wa- you know, she washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman ceased not to kiss my feet since the time that I came in. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many, are forgiven because she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. In other words, you know what I mean? He's not saying greater sins, lesser sins, but by and large, you know what I mean? He that understands how grievous sin is, period. How many know that the price of love is sacrifice? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. No greater love has anyone than to lay down his life, that sacrifice. The way you break the alabaster box is through Sacrifice. Somebody give the Lord a praise this morning. Hallelujah. It's through sacrifice. See, 
value is determined by yourself. What you are willing to pay is what the item's value is. Those that sat in the house and went through them, many of them, they didn't have a great enough value on Jesus. It would have been better to take what belonged to Jesus or what you was going to express to Jesus and you should give it to the poor. Well, there's a right time to give to the poor and there's a right time to give to Jesus. Value is determined by what you're willing to give. And even the disciples were not willing to give that kind of value to Jesus. Now, we can't go into the reasons why, because there's probably a lot of them, and some of them might be justifiable, at least in our court. Probably not for us who live on this side of it with such clear revelation and perspective, having watched it all unfulfilled and unfold, you know what I mean, and then explained to us. Amen? Yeah. Sacrifice. Hallelujah. Breaking the alabaster box means breaking the outward man. You are, you and I are two people. We are an outward man and we are an inward man. And it's the outward man that is constantly holding the inward man prisoner. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without breaking the outward man, the fragrance doesn't come full force. It can't fill the room. It isn't released. So it's about Breaking the alabaster box. You are an alabaster box. I am an alabaster box of the Holy Spirit. That treasure, in order to be released, only comes through the brokenness. When the outward man becomes broken, the will and the way, the trust, the reliance, I'm leaving the old for the new. 
The only way it can find its way out. You see, God uses broken things. It takes broken soil to produce a crop. Except a corn of wheat fall on the ground and die. Not on the ground. How many know that it won't get much done just falling? Broken clouds give rain. Broken bread or grain give bread. Broken bread gives strength. And broken alabaster boxes give fragrance. Give the Lord a praise this morning. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. According to the teaching of the scriptures, and you probably would agree with it if you're honest with yourself. You got a shell. You got a shell on the outside, that flesh, that will, that independence. It's hard. It's got to be broken. It's got to be broken to allow that inner life. Throughout Jesus' life, we see the, the processes of it. But in the garden was that final breaking. Oh, yes. The final breaking of the shell. As he wrestled with it. I want to find a different way. imperative that the alabaster box is broken. The alabaster box must be broken. The first stage of it is when you come to Christ. It's called repentance. It's called recognizing, you know what I mean, your sinfulness and the Savior's, you know, wonderfulness. Mary had that. She experienced both of them. Hallelujah. God touches us many times, church. in various ways. And his purpose is trying to break the alabaster box. Trying to get you to sacrifice yourself for what he has placed within. If a man 
want to find his life, he must lose his life. Sometimes the breaking comes through trial, test, challenges. Other times it comes with blessing. You know what I mean? Trying to soften and trying to, 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 to uh, you know, just kind of awaken your heart. It's not something that happens once and for all. Anybody had the old man hang around after you? I'm sorry, let's not use that. There's no old men here. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, after you got saved? How about after you've had some amazing mountaintops experiences in the, in the Holy Spirit? You know what I mean? Oh, man, he's just so wonderful. Would you go ahead and, and the Holy Spirit says, now would you go ahead and take that treasure and pour it out for Jesus? Let me think about that. <laughs> I'll give it consideration. See, a treasure that doesn't come with your heart. is just the alabaster box. Oh. But the treasure that comes with your heart is the pure perfume that's in the box. Jesus. He does everything for our good. Sometimes the shell gets harder and not softer. Brokenness is the way of blessing. It's the way of fruitfulness. You must break the container for the treasure. The talent, the will, the way in our lives. Let me graciously and boldly say at the same time, what is hindering revival is unbroken alabaster boxes. Self-life. Much of the gospel is about the self-life and not the sacrifice life.
but there's a whole lot more uh, results or, how can I put it, fruitfulness in a sacrificed corn of wheat than there is a kept corn of wheat. It should be encouraging to you. What's in your jar? What's in that is more precious than the jar itself. Our musicians come this morning. The jar contains something so precious. It's invaluable. But its value, you know, is going to be determined by you. The Pharisee determined that the purpose of Jesus, and I'm just making my own up here. God will probably write it down and keep it, though. He said he's keeping books, so I mean. <laughs> but why did he have Jesus there? Why did he invite him? He was popular. Jesus was popular. Jesus could provide an amazing platform. He could introduce him, you know what I mean, to amazing, open amazing doors. So it's more probable that his invitation was based on what Jesus, how good Jesus would make him look. He didn't sacrifice a thing. Even the meal was not a sacrifice to Jesus. It was a platform, you know, for self-exaltation. The master so gracious. Let's correct this. Let's correct this. You see, when she not only poured out the perfume on the feet of Jesus, but when she went ahead and in humility took her own glory and applied it to the most lowest part, when she touched those anointed feet, she smelled like Jesus. 
it not only was a fragrance that was in the room, it was a fragrance that was upon her. Stand with me this morning. We all want to go away smelling like Jesus. The treasure is not different in any one of us. The perfumed treasure is the same. The channels that it can flow out of our lives are different. But it's only one spirit. It's one spirit. The house, it was in a house. The house needed some broken alabaster boxes. There are so many aromas that God loves. And that's the ingredients that make up that perfume of God. Yeah. And we all have it in us. <laughs> but what's hindering it is the shell and God is breaking us it's not a breaking for destruction it's a breaking to release what's inside hallelujah do you value the box more than the treasure? You and I can only get and release the treasure if we're willing to be broken. Woo! Just say yes and hang on. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. The Lord gave me this word. Taken from 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 20. And David went to Baal Perazim. David defeated them there, and he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. We are coming into a divine season. Not just Bible Center, but the church.
We're coming into a, div a divine season of perpetual breakthrough. But in order to have the breakthrough, we got to have the breakup. Heaven, he says, is pregnant with your prayers. Your destiny and his promises. Hallelujah. Let me read it again. We are coming into the divine season of perpetual breakthrough. Oh, I love that word perpetual. Because I've had some breakthroughs, but man, I'm living, you know. But perpetual breakthrough. One victory after another victory. After another victory. After another victory. Hallelujah. One promise. And comes another promise, and then another promise, and then another promise. Heaven is pregnant with your prayers. Jim, you got any prayers that went up? Well, God's telling you that heaven's pregnant with it. Everybody knows what that means. Something's got to break. <laughs> Something's got to break. When that something breaks, all of a sudden, call the doctor, call the midwife. Hallelujah, there's new life coming into your world. Give the Lord a praise today. There's new life coming in to your world. Absolutely. Prayers, destiny, and promise. Amen. As you leave, go with God because he's on his way. Don't fall behind. Stay close. The ark is moving. Amen. Just break the alabaster box. I don't care if there's critics. You're dismissed. Hallelujah.